Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Over Easy. My name is Manny. In case you're new here or welcome back, I'm going to jump right into it because today we've got a very hefty episode. There's a lot of things to cover and I am so excited for this week's episode. But as always, we always start with a rosebud and a thorn. Okay, my, uh, hmm, my rose is... I guess my next thing on my agenda is to update about my breakup from last week. My last week's episode was obviously super, super sad. But just to start off with my rose is that I'm feeling a lot better. Uh, It's definitely ebbs and flows, but I'm feeling a lot better. And I feel very hopeful about my future, which is um, very good. I... Not that this is a negative thing, but I think that my relationship was holding me back in certain ways because obviously when you're in a relationship with someone, you want to stay where they are, you want to be with them and spend time with them. But I'm realizing now that now that I don't have a relationship to focus on and I focus on myself, there are literally the opportunities are endless and I'm realizing that if I invest a bit more time into myself and what I want, there are just so many opportunities for me out there and I've been really manifesting and trying to achieve that and just having a good time. So that is my rose for sure. My Another rose that I have is I haven't really talked about this online because I'm kind of scared about talking about it online, but I took the GRE, which if you don't know is the grad record graduate record examination, I believe. I can't remember. It's basically like the SAT but for grad school and if you don't know what the SAT is, it's like a standardized test that you apl- uh you take if you want to go to American colleges. And so the GRE is very similar except it's you take it before you want to go to grad school. So I actually took it last week on Monday and I did so well. So I'm going to probably talk about it in a YouTube video or something like that. I don't really know. But I think the fact that I did so well really puts into perspective like what I can achieve. And I've been feeling really positive. My bud is it is my birthday in eight days and I am so excited to turn 23. I'm excited for 22 to be over. Um, 22 was definitely a huge transition year for me. And not to say that 23 isn't going to be, but I hope that I'll have a little bit more stability in 23 and maybe just figure out what I want to do. I don't know. My thorn is, um, I've been on my phone a lot this week, which is not good. Uh, Obviously, now that I have a bit more time, I've just been on TikTok a lot and I've been, my screen time has definitely been going up. My screen time is not bad though. My screen time is like, Right now, what's bad in my terms is over three hours a day, like three to three and a half hours. That's like on the high end for me. And I know some people have really high screen times compared to that. So I'm not going to judge. But for me, at least three to three and a half hours is really high. And um, I'm trying to lower that back down. I remember when I was still working two jobs and like working 11 hours a day, my screen time would be like less than an hour which is very impressive for me. But recently, obviously, I quit my job and I've been working less and now I've been studying less because I finished my GRE. My screen time has been pretty high this week, which is not good. I'm trying to get it back down. So that's my rosebud and thorn. Let's do a little bit of an update from my breakup last week. Last week's episode was definitely very 
emotional and crazy, but I'm feeling better. I am feeling a lot better. It's currently one week post breakup, I guess you could say. Um, and I will read you an Instagram post that I posted onto my second account about my reflection from this week, because I feel like that is probably the best way that I can share with you. Let me just make sure it loads. My Wi-Fi is so slow here because I don't have Wi-Fi. I use my neighbor's Wi-Fi. Okay. So I haven't been, whoops, I already started incorrectly. Let me start again. So I have been single for just under a week now and weirdly I am okay. Like I haven't cried since Monday. Am I a sociopath? Part of it is keeping myself busy with work and my GRE slash application. But another part is that I feel at peace and I didn't realize just how taxing the relationship was and how dependent I was on it. I feel like the fact that I did so well in my GRE, way better than any practice tests and actually way above my goal range, is a sign that everything will fall into place. The fact that I am only responsible for myself, my emotions, and my actions is very liberating. I'm slowly building back my happiness, 100% rooted in myself and not with anyone else, and I feel like I've been diagnosed with girl bossitis. I have faith in the universe and know that it will bring me what I need. And at this time, I need to focus on myself, my dreams, my career goals. I don't chase. I attract. What's meant to be for me will be. And I can achieve anything I put my mind to. So that is my little update. So I have been doing a lot better. Uh, Last weekend was definitely just very emotional and full of tears. But starting... Basically, when I started work again last week, I just realized, you know, there's so much in life that I have yet to accomplish. And that is a really good thing because I have so much that I can do, which I am really excited about. So that's kind of been my mindset. Of course, there are moments like even last night where I was feeling like I missed my relationship and I was missing my ex. But all in all, I've actually taken this a lot better than I thought I would. And it also just goes to show how strong I am. I'm very impressed with myself and I'm happy that things are the way they are right now. All right. So that's kind of my update. I realize we still have to do our affirmation of the day. So let's pull an affirmation card and I will tell you, I actually haven't pulled one this morning yet because I did my journaling at a cafe and not at home so I didn't bring my cards with me so I'm going to close my eyes and grab one at random it says make time for the things that matter the most very cute I actually just booked a pottery lesson for myself in a couple weeks so that you know I could get involved with some other hobbies that I have and just do more things that I will find fun. I definitely want to start bouldering more. That has always been something that I am interested in, but just never made the time for. But now that obviously I have a lot of free time, I will probably be trying to explore a few more interests and stuff like that. I've been walking so much more, which I love so much. I've been just spending a lot of time outside. And especially now that the weather is getting better, I'm just looking behind at my window right now and the skies are clearing up. So I will probably read outside or maybe just walk to the beach later. I am so excited. So yeah, I've just realized like the removal of something Not that it was bad. I loved my relationship, but removing it has kind of opened up my vision to see like there are so many other things out there and 
I really am happy for that. But anyways, today's episode is the last episode that you will hear while I am 22. I am turning 23 next week on Sunday, April 2nd. So mark that in your calendars and, you know, celebrate with me if you want. I don't really mind. But I realized that obviously now that this is the last episode that I'm going to be 22, I have to do an episode where I share 22 things that I learned at 22. I did this last year for my 21st birthday and it was like one of my favorite episodes ever. And so Obviously, I have to do the same. Before we get into the lessons, though, I kind of want to go over just my year in general and also my vision board. Because last year before my 22nd birthday, I made a little vision board for myself. I'm holding it up for the camera, but if you're on audio, you won't be able to see it, obviously. And I kind of wanted to go over all the aspects on my vision board and kind of just talk about if I achieve them, what I focused on this year and stuff like that. So let's do that. So this is my vision board, as I said, and there are, I remember when I made this, there were like a couple different aspects of my life that I wanted to focus on in my 22nd year and I will go over them right now. So the first one right in the middle is that I would hit 5,000 subscribers on YouTube, which obviously did not happen this year. Definitely was, I was so inconsistent on YouTube, especially as I started working full time. And then when I moved out, because I was trying to balance having a YouTube channel and moving out and a relationship and friends and just trying to balance everything. It was really hard for me. So YouTube was definitely the thing that I kind of cut off first on my priority list. So I didn't hit 5,000 subscribers, but I am back posting consistently on YouTube again. I've been making videos all throughout March. They're just very simple vlogs, but it's been really, really fun for me to make, which I'm really happy about, of course. And um, I, I really like the focus that I have now when I make my YouTube videos is just sharing my experience and hoping that it'll help someone else, not even about views or whatever. Like I really don't care about that. I could care. I couldn't care less is what I will say, but I'm really happy with how consistent I have been with my podcast since 2023 and also my YouTube channel. So that's definitely the energy that we're chat challenging, not challenging, channeling for the rest of 2023 and also just when I'm in when I'm 23 in general is focusing on my content, making sure that it's fun and what I want to do and not feeling pressured about is it a good video? Is the thumbnail good? Is whatever, whatever, like, is it optimized for searches? And like, I really don't care about that kind of stuff. And I just want to have fun. And that's what I've been doing. And that's what I've been enjoying. So that's the first aspect. The second aspect is I put pictures of tattoos that I wanted on my vision board. One of them is a little hedgehog and one of them is the Aries constellation. And I did get both of those tattoos this year. Uh, the hedgehog tattoo was my first tattoo I got in June of 2022. And it was, I don't even know how to describe it. I just like thinking about something for so long and then finally doing it was just like another experience that I had never thought of before because I had been thinking about this hedgehog, ta hedgehog tattoo since grade 10 in high school. So basically it's been six years of me thinking about this tattoo and wanting to get it. So by the time I was getting it in real life, I was like, no way, like what am I going to look forward to anymore? 
So that was my first tattoo. It was a great experience. Uh, I definitely want to get more tattoos, but we will save that for as I grow older, of course. Then the Aries tattoo I got last minute on a whimsical decision in New York. Uh, while I was there on my trip, I ended up getting like a mini sleeve, which uh, let's not talk about that. But it was fun to do something that I just really wanted to do and just live in the moment. Because I feel like we spend so much time in our heads thinking about the future, thinking about the past, but just living in the moment is so positive. So that is a nice and fun check. Next up, I have a few pictures of traveling and I definitely traveled a lot while I was 22. Um, It was a big year of travel for me, especially after COVID ended and, okay, not ended, but you know, a lot of the restrictions were lifted and places were opening back up. I had a lot of fun just exploring and enjoying myself and investing time and money into these experiences which is something I'm going to talk about in my lesson so not going to get too in depth with that but I I definitely traveled I went to Washington DC I went to Kelowna for the first time I went to Austin Texas and I went to New York and that is a lot of that's a lot of travel that's like more travel than I've done in my entire life Uh, not in my entire life but definitely like in the last few years So that's been super fun. I am obviously still itching to travel, especially now that I know that Japan is open again and everyone's heading there and I want to go to Europe. It's just, there's just so many places I want to go and um, the world is so big. So that's the next era of my vision board. The last vision board, or no, 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 uh, not the last one. The second last thing on my vision board is fitness and healthy food and that is definitely something I'm very proud of accomplishing and just like focusing on this year this is also another lesson that I'll have so I won't talk about it too much again but I just think my relationship with food and as well as fitness has improved so much this year and I'm doing it because I genuinely enjoy it which is really nice and not feeling like I'm forced to do something which is obviously not what I want to feel when I'm trying to take care of my physical body Last but not least, just a few mental things. I had a quote that says, seek balance, not perfection, and then also self-love and self-care. That was another one of my focuses. And I would definitely say this year has been one of the most mentally challenging for me because of just the uncertainty in my life and the change and the transition, which has been very scary. But I have learned a lot and I feel like I have also grown a lot this year and I am very proud of myself. So that's my vision board review and it kind of coincides with I wanted to do a little year in review just to talk about what I've done since I've been 22. So I turned 22 last April, obviously, and pretty much right around then is when I graduated university. I graduated with a bachelor's of arts in psychology and a minor in commerce, which was, I knew it was happening all throughout my life. I was like, you know, 2022 is the year that I'm going to graduate university and like, then I'm going to be a real adult, I guess. And I've been thinking about it my entire life and it finally happened and it just kind of hit me. It, it didn't feel real that, you know, my school life was going to be over and I was done school for the foreseeable future and it was just crazy, but it was a huge, it was, I, I loved my graduation day. It was very fun, but I think 
it didn't really hit me that my life was changing that moment. It definitely took a couple months for it to kind of hit me. So that was the first thing. And then I talked about this earlier, but I did a lot of solo traveling right after I graduated university. Pretty much that summer, I just spent traveling and hanging out with friends and just spending time with friends and family, which was really fun. Then I kind of got hit by the anxiousness and uncertainty of post-grad life, which is what the heck am I doing with my life and what do I even want to accomplish? That combined with just the state of the world and the economy made it for made it a very tumultuous time, I would say for sure, because I wanted to do so much and yet there were so few opportunities and that's just how I feel. Maybe there were a ton of opportunities that I wasn't aware of, but I also just didn't really know what I wanted to do. So it was hard because I, I didn't want to take a step because I didn't know which direction to step into and I just was kind of confused a lot. But I ended up starting to work full time, balancing two jobs and that Actually, I think has done a lot more good than I thought it would have. I remember I was actually just reading my old journal the other day. And I remember when I was about to start working full time, I was talking so negatively about it and just being a negative Nancy for sure. But now that I am six or seven months into working full time and right now I'm not even working full time. So I don't know. Uh, I can say that I've definitely learned a lot, not just about myself, but also just about other people and working with other people, because I think that's like the biggest thing that you can learn from working in a corporate setting. I have definitely learned a lot for sure. And last but not least, I moved out to live on my own in this lovely apartment. And it has definitely been a big change for me. It's very quiet at nights and I'm by myself a lot. But I honestly would not have it any other way because I've learned so much about myself this last year and this past few months that I've been living by myself. And also just about like cleaning and cooking that I didn't really know before. And I didn't feel the urge to know before because I was living with family who really sheltered me and protected me, not not on purpose, but just kind of instinctively. I think that's what family does for you. And I think what's really important when you start living by yourself is obviously that you learn all these things as well. So that is my 22nd year of life in a nutshell, I guess. Well, actually, no, it would be 23rd year of life, right? Because after you turn, after you live one year, you turn one. So that would have been my 23rd year of life while I was 22. Does that, is that right? I can't tell. I can't remember. But anyways, that is the nutshell, the intro, and all the context that you'll need. And let's get into the 22 things that I learned while I was 22. Okay, let's start with the first lesson, which is kind of a big one. Do what you want and don't care about what other people think. It is so much easier said than done, but I actually, I feel like I've always been such like a carefree person, but this year I really took that to the next level and just really didn't care about what other people think because honestly, it doesn't really matter to other people. I know everyone loves to insert their opinion about other people's lives and all that, but it really doesn't matter and people couldn't care less. 
So if you want to travel after graduation and not get a job right away, do it. If you want to go back to school for your master's right away, do it. Like, honestly, people don't really care. And also our life is so short that you should just focus on doing what you want. I'm going to, I've realized with these videos, I love explaining so much in the beginning, but then I get tired. And so at the end, I don't really do any explaining. So I'm going to try and even it out. So talk a little less at the beginning so that I can talk more all throughout the 22 lessons because 22 is a lot of lessons. Okay. 22 is a lot. Number two, the world is so big. See more of it. This one I really learned about when I was in Austin because the mannerisms, the behavior, the culture was just so different from anything I had ever experienced. Of course, Austin is still very similar to Vancouver in that it is liberal, in that people are very open-minded and stuff like that. But even then, just being in Texas was like a whole nother experience and I learned so much because I also interacted with people from Louisiana, from Missouri, from, oh, there was one more, but I can't remember, Florida, I think. And it was just super different than anything I'd ever done. I've never met people like that before. So it was just a crazy experience. And also, I feel like it's such a shame if we don't travel more of the world because there's just so much to see. Even Washington, D.C. was like such a crazy experience. And it also doesn't have to be super large scale. Going to a close place, like I went to Vancouver Island this year. I went to Kelowna. And those are all places in B.C., but we're still super different. I loved getting to enjoy nature, going outside, just seeing more of the world and the cultures that it provides. Number three, take time to celebrate your accomplishments. I feel like there's such a need to be humble when in reality, your accomplishments are really, really impressive. Like for me, for example, I just took my GRE last week and it didn't really hit me that I got so good on my GRE until quite recently. And I feel like I still haven't even done its... It's it's need in celebrating my good score because that score is probably going to get me into a lot of good schools and I studied really, really hard and worked really, really hard for it. So I am just, I need to celebrate more. Even celebrating university, I feel like I didn't really, I was like, oh, everyone, everyone graduates university. It doesn't really matter, but not everyone does. It's like a quite an impressive accomplishment and I feel like we should all just find more reasons to celebrate even if it's small things like I got out of bed today, I made my bed today, I cleaned my sheets today. That is also impressive within itself and we all need to give ourselves a little more credit for things that we do every single day. Number four, it is okay if you don't know what you're doing. You are not meant to have a strict plan that you're going to follow. I love people who have their dreams figured out in high school and then accomplish them. But that is so few of us. And I feel like with TikTok and social media, those specific people that have their dreams lined up since high school and actually accomplish them is such a small percentage of the entire world and all of the adult population. It is so normal for your dreams to change, your desires to change, what you want to change. And that is that. <laughs> Following on to that, number five is no one knows what they're doing. And this became especially apparent to me this week at work for some reason. I talk to a lot of adults in different companies and businesses in my role. And I just talking to more and more of them, I realized like 
no one really knows what they're doing. We're all just figuring it out. And it's okay if you don't know anything because that is what life is for. You just learn as you go. Number six, be kind. You don't know how far it will go for people. This is something I learned, especially in the corporate world. I realized, you know, just throwing in an extra sentence or two being nice to other people will go really far in the long run like I feel like whenever I so I've been talking to people in other businesses and corporations in my role and every time I send an email if it's Friday I'll be like have a good weekend or have a fantastic weekend have a fabulous weekend that's what I did yesterday in all of my emails and also on Monday hope you had a good weekend hope you had a restful weekend have a good day. Just super easy stuff like that will go so far for some people. And you also don't know what people are going through. So you don't know how far it'll go. And I think that is really, really special. I think that's really important. We all need more positivity in the day, especially when a lot of us have this inner turmoil of feeling like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if what I'm doing is right. All this stuff. It's really nice and reassuring to have other people speak positively to you. You cannot imagine how happy and just elated I feel when I get a positive email in my inbox. I recently have been getting a lot of positive emails about like, thank you for your wonderful service. You are doing such a great job. All this stuff from different people that I work with. And it makes me so thrilled to get emails like that. I actually, what I do is I have a little folder in my windows and I will categorize all those emails. I'll save them and I'll categorize them as orange, my favorite color. And those, all those emails are just nice things that people have said to me because on a day where I get scolded by a Karen at work or someone else is really upset with me, I go back to those emails and I'm like, no, I'm actually really good at my job and I'm a really good person. And this is just one instance of something else happening. Maybe they had a bad day. So just be kind. It just goes so far for so many people, especially in the I don't know, maybe you guys aren't from Vancouver, but in Vancouver, especially, I feel like everyone is just so cold and not willing to talk to everyone else so if you are willing to do that and not care about what people think of you people might be like oh my gosh she's she comes off so strong like this is so weird I barely just met her but I think that channeling that energy is just so important because it's really important to spread more of that in this world especially when the negative things are so easy to focus on so just be kind number seven keep healthy food stocked at home as I have lived alone in the last, for the last October, November, December, January, February, March, six, almost seven months, I have learned a lot about how to best take care of myself, including what I put in my body. And what I've realized is if you don't let that junk processed food get into your household, then you won't eat it. For me, when I need a snack and I am desperate to eat something, I will grab for whatever is most convenient. And if I don't have that healthy food really convenient for me, then I'll go off and eat the chips and stuff like that, which is totally fine. I also have lots of chips and chocolate at home because I, I love treating myself as well. But I think what's really important is not getting in the habit of relying on this processed food all the time. And if you keep that healthy food stocked at home, I think naturally we will all have a disposition to want to grab it 
because I think that stuff is more appealing than eating the processed food that, you know, corporations have come out with. So for me, at least, if I have healthy food stocked at home and I buy more healthy food to stock at home, then I will eat more healthy food. It's like a no-brainer kind of, but I don't know why it took me so long to figure out. Number eight, you will go through different phases of fitness. This, I guess I should say I, but you can say you as well. I have gone through so many phases of fitness this year, uh, phases where I don't work out at all, especially when I went to Austin for two weeks, I wasn't working out at all. I traveled a lot, so I took breaks from my fitness. I also only went to the gym for like 20 minutes a day for a couple months when I first started working. I It is only recently, this month, this month, where I have quit my job that I have the time to do fitness classes all the time. So I think fitness will ebb and flow. In some months, you will be really, really fit and on top of your game and going every day, doing something, whether it's walking and stuff like that. And there are other months where you'll keep it chill and maybe you're like, oh, I just want to do Pilates at home. Oh, I just want to do a quick walk around the block. And that is totally fine. I think what's more important is to keep in mind balance in your life and not just in a day because I feel like if you are too minuscule in your perspective you will be like oh my god I need to work out super intensely every single day because otherwise I'll be at the office for eight hours just sitting and while that is true and that is important to keep in mind I think what's also important is to just zoom out a little bit and realize you know Right now, this phase of my life is extremely work heavy and that's just the way it is. So maybe I will cut back on the fitness a little bit and then when work is not as busy, I will focus on that a little more. I think balance within your life and not just in a day is super important and also just keeps your habits a lot more sustainable. I think it's really hard if you're pushing yourself to be the best you can be in every facet of your life every single day. That's just unrealistic. But if you understand and kind of prioritize for every single zone or phase of your life, it'll be a lot easier to achieve your long-term goals, I think. Number nine, prioritize self-care and alone time. This is a no-brainer. I think it's just so important to do things that you want, take time for yourself, and enjoy life. Number 10, keep your online order in the cart for a week before checking out. This is, uh, I have another tip that, oh yeah, I have another tip that will go along with this, but I have realized this year that I have shopped very little, which is something that I am very proud of myself for and also made me realize a lot of the shopping that we do as humans is not necessary. Oh my gosh, the overconsumption that I see online nowadays makes me really upset when I feel like if we just took a pause, we realize, no, we don't need this Amazon organizer that'll organize my cereal. We don't need all these different things that these online gurus are telling us about. And so for what I've done this since I was very young, honestly. I would keep my cart open for a week at a time. And usually by the end of that week, I'll realize, okay, I added like half of the stuff in my cart just for fun. And because I was kind of getting an adrenaline rush from adding things in my cart, but I realized I don't actually need it and it's going to waste money for me. Number 11, what people think of you is a reflection of them and not you. 
This kind of goes along with you won't be able to please everyone. And so if someone doesn't like you, it's a reflection of them and not you. It's a reflection of where they're at in your uh, in their life and also what they need at a current time. Right. Because let's say you meet someone at work and. Actually, no, I'll I'll give an example from my own life. I have met lots of coworkers that I don't like and it's not a reflection of them. It's a reflection of me because for me, it's more so about what I like in a person, right? I like a coworker who is on top of their game, very energized, very proactive, and will think two steps ahead rather than just completing the goal. But if a person doesn't act like that, it's not really, it's not their fault because although, you know, I want coworkers to be productive and proactive, it's not necessarily necessary like some people are just there to do the bare minimum and I can't judge them for that because that's just what they're being paid for not everyone will go above and beyond and it's a reflection of me if I don't like the people who don't go above and beyond because to an extent going above and beyond is also unhealthy because you know I when I was working my math tutoring job would spend a lot of my outside time thinking about the job being involved in the job and just giving a lot a lot of personal time that I could otherwise be using to do other things. So yeah, anyways, all in all, I want to say is whatever you think of other people is not a reflection of uh, them. It's you. And likewise, whatever other people think of you is a reflection of them and not you. Take that how you may. Number 12, affirmations and manifestations are real. This one, okay, I'm not like a law of attraction girly um, that's very spiritual, but I do really love words of affirmation and that has always been my main love language. And this year I definitely have felt that and seen the power of it for sure. So one thing is that my affirmation cards, whenever I first got them, I got them in February from my friend Angela. And there are just times when I am journaling or going through something very personal and I will pull out an affirmation card and it is exactly what I need to hear that day. I remember when I was journaling about my breakup and I was talking about how sad I was and all that stuff. The affirmation was yesterday has passed and let today be a refresh or a restart or something like that. And I was like, oh my God, how did these cards know? Because that is really crazy. So For me, words of affirmation, you know, saying positive things about myself and just speaking positively about my life has really changed my life. It allows me to see the positive things in my life that I would otherwise not have seen. And then also manifestations, you know, talking like I will, I don't chase, I attract, I will attract what is coming for me or something like that. It has really brought in a lot of positives into my life like moving out. I remember when I was journaling about moving out and manifesting it and then I moved out. I found a perfect apartment and all the circumstances were so slim of me getting this apartment, but it worked out because I just believed and I manifested it, which is crazy. Okay, number 13, have a good quality carry-on suitcase. This is something I'm actually still looking for because I don't really have a nice carry-on suitcase I can depend on, but I have found the magic of carry-on suitcases and I literally packed 
two weeks worth of clothes into this tiny little suitcase when I went to New York and it was great. I realized, you know, you don't need to overpack and bring like 10 different outfits for like a five day trip as much as I want to. And as much as I think like, oh my God, what if I see a celebrity and I need to change immediately? Realistically, that's not going to happen. And also just having a good high quality carry on suitcase you can depend on is so nice for also just smaller trips like going, for example, for me when I went to the island and when I went to Kelowna, these small little suitcases are so useful. Number 14, money is energy invested in yourself. This is a realization I had when I was in Washington because I had saw a TikTok and then I was in Washington and I was like, this is so true. I saw this TikTok many, many, almost a year ago at this point, basically of this girl who was saying that money is a form of energy and you can use it to invest in different parts of your life. So for me, money is energy. I want to invest it in myself. And what I mean by that is when you get money you will spend it and what you spend it on is basically like what you are focusing on so for example if you earn money for me last this last year I've been investing it in myself through the form of travel right I'm putting my money or energy into travel because I will grow from that I will learn from that and I will just focus on that I guess is what you could say but you could also take your energy and invest it into other items like the girl in the tiktok that i watched she folk she uh used her money to hire a personal what was it like a wellness coach or like a career coach or something like that like a mentor and she was saying how using this money and energy she was investing energy into herself and into her future career so just be mindful of where you're spending your money um because i think it is so powerful and especially with the way that you know capitalism in our society is it is really important that we are mindful with our money and our energy and where we want to invest those things. Number 15, learning does not stop after schooling. This is seems really obvious. Uh, there are so many things that you will learn in life. I mean, this year for me, it was a lot about working with other people and also delegating through my work experience, which is a huge lesson all in its own. Um, but I'm just glad that learning doesn't stop after school because that was something I was really worried about. And also, if you don't feel like you're learning to the same degree that you were in school, you can always register in classes, do stuff like that. One of the easiest things that I did for myself was I got math textbooks and then I just did them in my free time. And I know that sounds super lame and nerdy, but it was genuinely something that made me so happy. Like it felt like I was investing time back into my energy and my knowledge again. Honestly, I should pick that back up. I kind of paused because I was studying for the GRE, but I think I'm going to do some tonight. So studying and just learning can happen in so many different ways. And so it doesn't stop after school if you're worried about that. Number 16 go outside. I hate the quote like touch grass because I think it is so derogatory in some ways. People use it in a very offensive kind of sense, like not a nice way, but genuinely touch grass. Like it really does change your life. And even for me in the mornings, my day significantly changes as soon as I open my patio door and just smell the fresh air. Because, you know, I get kind of, I have some windows open, but I get kind of cooped up in my apartment at times. And just smelling that fresh air just rem reminds me like, 
you know, the world is not as serious as we think. And we just need to touch some grass. (laughs) Okay. Number, is this actually, this is number 17. Yeah. Buy clothes you actually like. So this goes hand in hand with the keep your online order in a cart for a week. But buy clothes you actually like. So I was thinking about it this year and I feel like I have bought, purchased very few clothing pieces this year. I've definitely bought a lot of shoes, but I'm, I'm not regretful of that because I love all my shoes and I've been wearing them so much. But for clothes, I feel like we are just so obsessed with these trend cycles and the overconsumption and how fast it is. Where... As I think it's really important that you need to buy clothes that you genuinely will like. Not just today, not just tomorrow, but for a week from now, a month from now, a year from now. Because I think the fact that I have been really mindful with my clothing purchases has allowed me to curate a wardrobe that I actually like and I actually don't mind wearing for years to come. Of course, my wardrobe will develop and grow as I continue to grow and develop, but having these important basics and staples that you really like in your wardrobe is really important for the longevity and also just the sustainability of clothing shopping, you know? I too often see so many people doing hauls of Aritzia and Princess Polly and all this stuff. And that is not to judge. If you love fashion, by all means, go for it. But just I really hope that people are doing it in a sustainable way because it really bothers me when people just buy new clothes, wear it once for an Instagram picture and then never wear it again because they're like, oh, I cannot outfit repeat. It just really bothers me because that's such a waste. Um, So for me, I have really learned like, okay, buying clothes that I actually like and will want to wear in the future as well, not just today, but in the future is really important for Also just like feeling like happy with my wardrobe because if I'm constantly only buying just trendy things, then next week I'll be unhappy in the clothes that I wear and it will not be good for myself or my wardrobe. Buy clothes you actually like. Number 18, journal as often as you can. I love journaling. I have loved it ever since I was little. I remember uh, in grade one or kindergarten when I had a crush on this okay I was in kindergarten and I had a crush on this grade one in my class because we were like a mixed class and I would journal about it when I was six which is crazy I was talking about how he was a prince and we would get married and I was in love with him so for me journaling has always been a very powerful tool to allow myself to see what a snapshot in my life looks like at that moment I mean, I was just talking about how I was reading my old journals and just being able to compare where I was at in life at that point to now is very, very special and just reminds me how much I've, how far I've come and how much I've grown in the last year alone. I'm sure if I go back home and I go through the journals from 2020 or 2019 or high school even, I will see how much I have developed and just be really proud of myself for that. I think journaling is just a great way to capture the current moment. And that can be through pictures as well. Also, I do that through my YouTube videos. There's a lot of different ways that you can do it. But for me, as someone who loves words and words of affirmation and just writing, journaling has always just been my favorite way of doing that, making a record of where I am in life. 
and also what I'm learning. Number 19, make a schedule to fit all you want. This is something I realized as I was talking to my friend Kiara this week because she was kind of talking about how I had a very rigid schedule and she really admired that about me. And while I do love scheduling and, you know, time blocking and all this stuff, it's not really, it's the main purpose of it is so that I have time to do everything that I want. Because I feel like if I lived a very flow life where I didn't really schedule much, I just wouldn't be able to accomplish everything I want. Like, how can I schedule my fitness classes, my work, my morning routine where I do all of my wellness habits, my time to do my makeup? Um, I just scheduled pottery class, therapy. Like, there are just so many interests. You know, going outside for my hot girl walk. Oh my gosh, how could I forget? There are just so many things that I want to do and having a firm schedule while it is cumbersome at times is also so rewarding because you get to do all these things you know oh snowboarding grocery shopping all this stuff because there are ultimately there are things that we have to do every single week grocery shopping cleaning taking care of yourself and if you don't schedule that first of all you won't be taking care of yourself properly and I feel like your wellness will decrease significantly And also you just won't be able to accomplish all the things that you want to do, which is not what we're trying to do in this life. We're trying to slay and get everything done. And what has really helped me as well is scheduling in my podcast, when I'm going to record that, when I'm going to edit that, all this stuff has been really, really helpful for me for sure. So make a schedule to fit all you want. If you feel like you have a lot of interests and you feel like you're not able to do it all, I would suggest making a more firm schedule. Pick when you're going to wake up in the morning and wake up at that time. Go to work and then pick what like time you're going to work out. Pick what time you're going to do this and that. And it doesn't have to be every single day. Like I schedule my therapy once a month. And as long as I schedule that in, I've made the time for myself. All right, my camera is dying. So we got to wrap this up soon. Let's do number 19. No, sorry. Number 20. Eating alone is fun and no one is looking. So I ate alone for my very first time when I was in Washington, D.C. on my solo trip. And I just found the power of eating alone so life changing because for me, I'm just always a person who doesn't really like talking when they eat like that is something that has always just not been my vibe is uh talking to someone while you're literally eating food like I'm fine with talking like while you're waiting for the food and while you're ordering and all that but when you're actually have your food in front of you I hate talking during that point and you're like actually eating I just find it so awkward because you have to cover your mouth because you're obviously chewing stuff it's just not the ideal time to talk So eating alone is fun and I used to be really scared because people are going to judge me and all that, but honestly, no one cares. I ate at a Michelin star restaurant by myself when I was in Washington and that was just so much fun. I got to connect with the servers and the waiters and they got to give me good recommendations. That was like one of the best experiences of my entire life, honestly, was eating at that Michelin star restaurant. It was called Rooster and Owl in Washington by myself. I loved it. It was great. Number 21, detox from social media. It is a highlight reel. I think this is very important to keep in mind. It's just that everyone posts their best moments on social media. Obviously, they're not going to post the worst. I guess I do. Uh, I just posted my TikTok of my boyfriend and I breaking up. So that was definitely a really weird experience. But I think it's really important to also just disconnect in a little for a little bit because it can get very in your head a lot. 
the fact that, you know, everyone's posting their best moments and the fact that you have access to so many people's lives is also a huge red flag. Like that is not something we are used to biologically. And so I think it's very harming to be able to access so many people's lives. So I think it's really important to be able to just disconnect a little bit. Number 22, last lesson is I am enough as I am. That is honestly enough words like that is just that you know we are all enough as we are if you have people in your life that don't think you are enough that's on them it's not on you and it is not your problem so those are all the lessons that I learned at 22 there are so many more things that I have learned this whole year was just super crazy for me but that are that are those are the best lessons that I could think of I hope you enjoyed this episode I hope you're doing well I hope you have a great week and I'll see you next time bye